Thank you for being here. I'm so happy that you guys are here. I am your host, Winnie, and I would like to deeply welcome you guys to my podcast, Yin Cha, where we drink tea and we chit chat. In this podcast, I'm going to share my life experiences, beliefs, and values of the Chinese culture. The biggest problem was being different. Growing up, I was bullied for being Asian, my skin color, and how I looked. These kids said all kinds of racist comments and stereotypes, but I ignored them. It wasn't until I matured that I began to appreciate my Chinese roots and my cultural heritage. So you might be wondering, well, what gives me the right to teach this? I have studied Chinese for 10 years, allowing me to gain knowledge about the origin, literature, philosophy, and history of one of the world's oldest civilizations. Moving forward, as we get to know each other, we drink tea, I want you guys to know that there are three important pillars that my podcast follows. Honesty, appreciation of others' culture, and inclusivity for all. If you are interested in a challenge, then what I would like for you to do is take a risk today. Whether that is trying a new food for the first time or learning about a new culture, be curious, my friends, and have an open mind to new experiences. I invite you to leave your comfort zone and enter your growth zone. What is up, you guys? It is your girl, Winnie. Today is very interesting because today's topic, we're going to talk about Chinese New Year. For all my people out there, Chinese New Year is coming up. First and foremost, I want to say, Happy Chinese New Year to everyone. And I hope you guys get everything you want this year. Uh, you, you get prosperous, you get happy, because your health is your wealth. And all your dreams and your goals come true if you continue to work hard. So with that being said, we're going to talk about the special holiday and what it means, what the history behind it. That being said, let's get started. Today's Chinese proverb is Xin Nian Kuai Le. The first character is so Xin Nian, New Year. So then it's like New Year first and then Happy. And happy New Year. Often referred to as the Lunar or the Spring Festival is... This year is on February 12th, but every year is different because we rely on the lunar calendar. So it was traditionally celebrated to, to honor the gods and the ancestors, but now it's more to celebrate family together and just feast together. Ancient Chinese calendar in the 14th century BC when the emperor created the Chinese calendar. Each year, the date is very different. It ties back to like moon and the sun. It says on my calendar, it's a full moon. So I don't know how they're able to really adopt and understand ahead of time, but that is like some amazing work out there because they really do tell you if it's like full moon, if it's like half moon, it's really crazy. I look up in the moon, I'm like, wow, like it really is beautiful in the moon. I would say if during Chinese New Year, definitely look up in the moon. 
The festival marks the beginning of the new year and it lasts about 15 days to spread happiness and celebrate it with your friends and your family members. Since the holiday is based on the lunar calendar, the date will change every year. So sometimes it will, it will typically fall in January, but sometimes it might even start in February. It really does change, but it's around that time frame. In the Chinese tradition, each year has a zodiac. So we have 12 animals, just like there's 12 signs in the horoscope. We have the rat, the horse, tiger, rabbit, dragon, dog, ox, snake, monkey, rooster, pig, and sheep. So this year of 2021, it's the year of the ox. And out of the 12 animals, I would say dragon is the most popular. And the reason why I say that is because dragon is a symbol of good luck, um, fortune, and prosperity. For dragons, it's actually really common because in Chinese history, the dragon actually comes from a mythology that possesses the body of a snake. In China, there will be dragons everywhere, on temples, palaces, and walls for decoration because it has a symbolic meaning to it. Now we have more of the dragon dance. The dragon dance is basically an ancient traditional Chinese dance, and it dates back to when it was used to scare away evil spirits and ghosts. That was in the Han Dynasty. The dance was just used as a religious ceremony to worship past ancestors and pray for rain that is going to wash away all the bad spirits and the ghosts. And the We're also superstitious. Today, the dragon dance is mostly for entertainment holding the dragon head and coordinating the movements um, in tune with the beating drum. So someone in your team is going to beat the drum and the other person is going to be dancing. It follows the music, but like I said, it's really just to scare away any evil spirits. Very interesting, right? Then we're going to talk about the Chinese New Year traditions. So since the New Year has come, um, the attention is put on households to come together and they feast. Business life is going to be put on a hold. This is when your family and your friends is crucial. Houses are thoroughly cleaned, like clothes, your bed sheets, your rooms, and it's just to get rid of all evil spirits. And it's been said that in order to have a clean room, the gods are gonna come. The gods are gonna come down, they're gonna visit your room and make sure it's all inspected and it's clean. People also set off firecrackers, so just frighten evil spirits, and doing so, Chinese people will be more lucky, and they put like lucky messages on the wall for good fortune, like Qing and Kwanga or, you know, Gong Hei Fa Choi. Elders give money to children and anyone who is married would have to give money in red envelopes to children. And if you're single and you're not married, you is going to have an amazing, amazing <laughs> holiday because you're just going to be getting money left and right. There's also Chinese New Year foods that I think everybody should try. Like I said, the most important part of the festival is really the feasting part because you want to be an extended family. You want to sit together, eat together, have fun, laugh, smile. It kind of reminds me of Thanksgiving. Going back to ritual sacrifices of food being offered to our gods and our ancestors, it has a lot of significant meaning to each uh, Chinese people. You're able to be around your friends and your family, be thankful for them, be around them. You know, just think about how many times people all sit together, eat together and have fun and laugh and smile when we're all working, we're doing what we have to do with school. So it's really hard to get together with your family, but this is once in a year type of thing. It's really, really special. Like I said, that's why business is put on the hold so they can spend more time with family. Foods that are really common to try out is fish. 
fish is placed as a symbol of abundance. Long noodles is another example, a symbol of long life. And some people also put dumplings shaped like a full moon. My family would also put like seafood in there because they would just say like seafood would make you smile. Like more specifically a lobster. It's like you want to be ha ha see you. You want to smile a lot. Maybe even talk about what your goals and your, your, your dreams are for, for your friends and your family. Keep you accountable. Realize that people are going through rough times, so you want to be more tuned with other friends and your family. You just want to get together and talk. I hope that you really learned a lot about the Chinese holiday and the symbolic meaning behind it. Whether or not you are celebrating Chinese New Year or not, you can start with the traditional greeting of Xinian Kuai Le, or Gong Hei Fa in Cantonese. Either one, it means Happy New Year's to so each and every one of you guys and have an amazing, amazing year.